Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. There we go. Just uh, getting our recording going here. Just make sure we got everything going. And so with that, um, it's a great opportunity to minister the word. I'm even got comfortable here. got myself a chair and, you know, just you're, you're in our home. So we welcome you to our home as well. Uh, just privileged to be able to host the uh, service from here as well. But with that, let's go ahead and get into the word here. Um, it is the month of January. You know, we're still, it's still crazy to say it's 2021. And man, just, you know, there's a lot of excitement with the new year and just what it brings with it. I know a lot of us are ready to get uh, 2020 off of our minds. And, you know, with current things going on, you know, we get a little bit of reminders of, of what happened in last year. Um, I don't want to speak that 2020 was a completely bad year. There was a lot of growth. There was a lot of opportunity. Uh, but with the uh, with that here, you know, let's take those good moments here of 2020 and let's carry those with us over to 2021. So I'm going to say amen. Uh, one other fun thing I want to do here as you're watching, if you're watching in the chat right now, go ahead and put through a house emoji if you're watching it from your house or watching it wherever you are. I just want to get some involvement here uh, with uh, what we're doing today. But anyhow, the, the, the thought I was trying to get across was that it's a brand new year. And, you know, we know here at PCLV and many of our churches as well, um, it's a time of figuring out God's vision for our lives. Um, it's a time to see uh, what God's direction is for our lives. You know, we have a whole 12 months, a whole 365 days ahead of us in 2021. We've just scratched the surface of that um, in these first few weeks. And so it's um, something that we decided to do. This is something we've been doing for 19 years now. It's going to be 20 this September, crazy enough. Um, it's during this time that our, our pastor unveils the new theme, the new banner for the year. So that way it sets into motion what our church should be focusing on, what the vision for the body of Christ here in Praise Chapel Las Vegas is. Now, I'm not going to be here to unveil the theme for 2021. That honor is going to be with our, with our pastor as we meet later on. So rest assured, I'm not doing any spoiler alerts or I'm not going to uh, reveal anything just yet. But there's something I want to uh, draw from the practice of what goes into discovering a theme like this. You see, this is something that, that is private to our pastor, uh, but it's something that he spends time in deep meditation and, and prayer and just speaking to the Lord to discover what his vision is for the year of, um, you know, coming forth. And it's, well, with that, you know, this thing's going to come, a vision's going to be unveiled soon enough. But we have to understand this. This, this vision that's going to be unveiled here, um, you know, we just had our one with victory here. And so, you know, when this vision becomes unveiled right now, we have to understand this. We, we do understand this. This vision doesn't come from man, uh, nor does it claim to come from man. Uh, but this comes from the Lord. This comes from his living word. And this revelation for our church comes simply because of a man who's posturing his heart towards the Lord. And he knows not only the Lord by name, 
We can all know the Lord by name, but he knows the character of God. God has revealed that to him time and time again. And so that's why, you know, there's these couple of months ahead of time, you know, where Pastor Art just begins to speak to the Lord. And he, he knows that he can go to the Lord. He can go to his father and the Lord will reveal the vision for the following year in due timing here. And so this morning, I want to encourage us not to just know the name of the Lord, but to discover his character. Um, you may have seen this um, just on the Facebook title here, but in case you didn't know, um, my title for this morning is simply Discovery. And so we're going to get into our key text this morning of uh, one person in the Bible that discovered Christ's character. Um, if we go into the book of Matthew, chapter 16, I'm going to go ahead and pull that up right now. Um, and then... It'll just be me. Um, I know one thing I didn't get to do was uh, the Bible app notes or even prepare a graphic here. Uh, but that's okay. Just uh, follow along with it here. I'm going to make it easy to follow. Uh, so just hang on tight. So someone put in the comments, hang on. It's going to be all right as we uh, go ahead and follow along with the word. So in the book of Matthew chapter 16, um, we're going to go to verse uh, 13. And so I'm getting that up right now. If you just give me a moment here. There we are. And uh, normally I read out of the English Standard Version, uh, but as I was studying uh, this um, these last uh, few days here, uh, there's something about the Passion Translation that I really liked in this. And so that's what I'm reading out of, the Passion Translation. So it may read a little differently from what you have here. So Book of Matthew, chapter 16, verses 13 through 20, um, it says here, When Jesus came to uh, Caesar Philippi, uh, he asked his disciples this question. What are the people saying about me, the son of man? Who do they believe I am? They answered, some are convinced you are John the baptizer. Others say you're Elijah reincarnated or Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But you, who do you say that I am? Jesus asked. In verse 16, it says, Simon Peter spoke up and said, you are the anointed one, the son of the living God. Verse 17, Jesus replied, you are favored and privileged, Simon, son of Jonah, for you did not discover this on your own, but my father in heaven has supernaturally revealed it to you. I give you the name Peter, a stone, and this truth of who I am will be the bedrock foundation on which I built. I will build my church, my legislative assembly, and the power of death will not be able to overpower it. I will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. He then gave his disciples strict orders not to tell anyone that he was God's anointed one. Amen here. So I'm just hitting back here. So this morning, as I mentioned here, the Lord has given us an invitation here. He's reaching out to you as you're watching on the screen right now. He's tugging on your heart right now. He wants us to know and discover his true nature. It's his character and what makes him the savior of the world. However, it's not about having a knowledge of what others have called him. You know, we're not looking at live our salvation off a secondhand exposure to the Lord. Um, in this portion of scripture, Jesus was very specific in what he was asking Peter. You know, the first thing he asks uh, Peter and the group of the disciples, what do others say about me? Now, the Lord wasn't having an identity crisis here. He wasn't doubting himself. He wasn't getting anxious about like, oh man, what, let, me, let me check myself and let me see if what people are thinking about me. You see, the Lord was asking what, what others felt about him. And while the opinions that Peter does mention right here are good, 
Peter knew that these weren't of those who truly discovered who Jesus was. You see, oftentimes as believers, we can get caught up in what others have to say about who the Lord is. And it's, it's going to be a part of our walk to hear these messages about the name of Jesus Christ, to, to sing these worship songs about who he is and what he's done for us, and to listen to these testimonies being told time and time again about his goodness and how Jesus turned, his, turned lives around. And that's all part of it. And there's nothing wrong with all these things. However, in this next portion of scripture, Jesus then hits Peter with a follow-up question that he asked him there, and he's asking each and every one of us right now. But you, who do you say that I am? The Lord is asking each and every one of us that question uh, each day that we have with him, and he's going to judge us by the answer that we give him. So right now he's asking, Pastor Art, who do you say that I am? Uh, Brother Josh, who do you say that I am? Brother Fina, who do you say that I am? Brother Abe, who do you say that I am? Sister Desiree, who do you say that I am? He's asking everyone here, everyone watching, even if they're not watching right now, but he's asking people just wherever they are, who do you say that I am? You see, Peter recognizes Jesus as the anointed one, the son of God. And for that, Jesus calls Peter favored. The Lord wants us to hear, wants us to hear what we've personally discovered about his character. And he wants us to know him for ourselves. When we're able to discover who he is and get to know him more intimately, God can truly reveal himself to us and we can truly believe who he is. You see, the Holy Spirit brings forth revelation of the character of who God is. And while there's so much that God wants to reveal uh, to us and he wants us to discover about him, uh, this morning we're going to look at three things that uh, God reveals to us as we know him personally. Um, One of the things that he reveals to us as we discover more about him and we can say with assurity is we know that he reveals truth to us. Um, As we discover who the Lord is, we're able to hear the voice of truth revealed to us. He speaks truth about our current condition, our situations, and he speaks truth about what's to come. If you go to uh, John chapter 14, verses 25 to 26, um, in the English Standard Version, it says this, These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you your remembrance, all that I've said to you. Someone put in the comments, all things. Uh, John chapter 16, verses 12 through 15 in the English Standard says this as well. There's so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. And that's why this is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. And so that's one of the first things that the Lord wants us to discover about his character. There, there's truth in his name. Uh, the second thing that we discover as we get to know God's character a little bit more beyond his name is strength. You know, we have to know that there's power in the name of the Lord. If someone could say amen, uh, we just find just strength, substance. Um, if you go into the book of Acts here, chapter, uh, I think it was chapter one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but it was one of our themes here not too long ago. And where we're saying we receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and and. 
X1A, there we go. Thank you to my wife here just for getting me back on course here. So X1A here, but you receive power. This promise that I'll give you, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be seized with power and you will be my messengers to Jerusalem, throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest places on earth. And right after he spoke those words, the disciples saw Jesus lifted in the sky and disappear into the cloud. And as they stared in the sky, watching Jesus ascend, two white men robes suddenly appeared to them. They told the startled disciples, Galileans, why are you staring up into the sky? Jesus has been taking you into heaven, but he will come back the same way you saw him ascend. So when we discover it, God empowers us to handle our current situations. He lift us, lifts us up. And it's something about when you, when you call upon the name of the Lord. Um, we were listening to this message the other day, and I have to credit this, uh, this analogy to Pastor Michael Miller from Upper Room. Uh, but what he said was that there, there's something when someone calls you by name. We all have our names. I'm Brandon. There's Desiree, Pastor Art, Pastor Maria, just to name a few here. But when someone calls you by name, it's going to get your attention. You know, there's something about the name. And so when we call upon the name of the Lord... There's power in that. We get God's attention when we call him by name. When we call him Lord, provider, Jehovah Jireh. God just, just turns his ear towards us as we call him by name. And so we have to understand that there's strength in that. There's power and authority in his name. And the third thing that the Lord uh, wants us to discover as we um, get to know him more intimately and deeper and find out about his character. We find identity in him. Let me just see here. You see, as we get to discover who he is, we we learn that we have we belong to the Lord. And that's just such an astounding and amazing feeling that we belong to someone that's just that wants us, that that sees through us no matter our shortcomings, no matter how far we've fallen, no matter the times that we continue to fall again and again. We have a belonging. We have identity with Christ. We're, we're called son. We're called daughter. We're called one of his own, a part of his kingdom. Um, in the book of Second uh, Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, it says, But God's firm foundation stands, bearing, his, bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. The Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who, name, who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. And so with that here, as we get to know God's character more and more, we just get to discover that we belong to him. And God has called us out of our current situation, called us out of sin. God has called us out of despair, depravity, and just living further and further down just and and feeling worthless. God calls us worthy. And no matter what we feel about us, we, we have just that place with the Lord. And so with those three themes, once again, it's just God wants us to discover that there's truth in his name, there's strength in his character, and there's identity in knowing who he is. And uh, with this here, um, I'm just going to start wrapping this up here. I didn't intend for this to be uh, something long-winded or anything, but I wanted to just really be to the point about it. Because I know that's something that that's God has revealed to me, and I know that God is revealing that to each and every one of us. God wants us to to discover who he is and not just know him at face value, not have a secondhand exposure of who God is, but he wants us to know personally. So that way, when he asks you that question each day, but you, who do you say that I am? We know who God is. We can say with full assurity, just 
just what God has been to each and every one of us. I know I've ministered a message before about God being my anchor, and I know that because God has revealed that to me. That spirit of revelation has revealed that to me personally so that I know that he is my anchor. He's my support in the midst of all the craziness going on in the world, in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of things that don't seem to be going my way. I know that God is my anchor that holds me in place and keeps me on course. And maybe for some of you, God's revealed himself to you to be a healer and that God has moved into in your circumstances here. And God is just continuing to, to cover you and keep you in good health. Or maybe God has been that provider for you. God has provided you time and time again and met your needs financially and circumstantially and given you more than enough of what you needed. God wants to reveal all these things and more here, but he wants you to know it personally. He doesn't want you just to live off of someone else's salvation. He doesn't want you to live off of someone else's testimony. He wants to have a personal relationship with you.